America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. Oh, Ronnie, Ronnie Reagan. Duterte is off his rocker right now, bro. Hmm. He is doing crazy shit. He's like shutting reporters down. They're killing reporters in the Philippines that are reporting on the deaths. So he's saying he only killed 5,000 people in his drug war. And they're saying he killed 27,000 people. And there's like at least 12 reporters that have reported on these, you know, that are against the government in the Philippines have been uh, found dead. You know, they wind up dead, killed. Damn. You know what I mean? That kind of shit is, it's going on. It's a human tragedy. It's genocide. It's like, it's a crazy story, man, but they don't, you know, they cover it, but it's not mainstream. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Do you think do you think if you walk up to the average person and say, hey, do you know there's basically genocide going on in the Philippines over drugs? Do you think, you know, the average person would be like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, that's crazy. Or you say, what? <laughs> you say, what? <laughs> what? Anyways, welcome to the Daily Addict. It's your boy, Tim. And your boy, Dave. Yo. Here to give you the latest, the greatest, the freshest, the best Best. ever drug war news right here in the U.S. and around the world. We don't give a fuck. We're all the way around the world, dog. Australia, Canada, Japan, Brazil, Spain, Germany, Switzerland, Czech, Israel, Benjamin, Benjamin, Belgium, Benjamin, Benjamin and Belgium, Finland, Ireland, Norway, Thailand, Thailand. It's all good. Thailand. Shout out to Thailand. <laughs> Shoot him out. Shoot him out. <laughs> Anyways, we have, we've been making a lot of progress uh, in the last week, everybody. We now have a Patreon. And yep, yep. if you want to, you know, just go to Patreon backslash the DAP. And we're thinking about um having if you just want to drop a little bit of support right now just a small donation you can we'll give you a shout out on the show and then i think we're going to offer some membership where you can get the episodes a little earlier what do you think about that i think yeah maybe a paddle or something maybe a paddle we're gonna figure it out we're hooking up the um so since we got our patreon we're gonna be hooking up with stamps.com and uh having a little shipping station here too so we can actually get you the shit that we say we're going to get. Right? Yeah. Boom. Also, we're now on YouTube. Boom. Which is exciting. It's like the number one fucking thing. Streaming service in the man's ever known. Damn. Google. Yeah. Fucking Google. Google dominating. We're on that platform. So if you just want to listen to us on YouTube, you can do that now. That's what's up. You know we're on Instagram. So I have we have two followers now. So damn. <laughs> Moving up, man. We are following Jewel Jones. Jewel. Jewel Jones. He's a representative for Michigan. 
He's a representative uh, for the state of Michigan, and he's introduced a bill into uh, the Congress or into the uh, House that is going to exonerate all the marijuana criminals. I thought they were already working on that shit. They are. He's the one that introduced it. Oh, okay. They're working on it right now. Shit been and done should have happened. Yeah, it should have. He's young. He's like the youngest representative ever. So he has some sense. He has a lot of sense. He's on our side. I'm promoting him right now. So big shout out to our boy. I guess he would be so should congressman. We get, should he send us some campaign dollars? We can do that. No, he should send us. He can send. I, can he do that? I don't know if he's paying for his service. That would be crazy if politicians could pay you for once. Uh, yeah, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but it would work if we're a sound of service, like shipping. Yeah, give me a hundred bucks, I'll vote for you. See it, see it. Anyways, it's time to get on with this show. Let's cover the first story with no further ado. Deed, 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 deed. We're going on to westworld.com. And this is very interesting. In a random test of mold. So this is just like totally random. At 25 Denver dispensaries, 80% failed. Damn. You've been smoking molds your whole life though, man. What? Oh, yeah. Back in the day when you got that before medical. I bet you that shit's moldy. Yeah. Moldy, buggy. Oh, yeah. Chemically. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Is that the right way to say that? Chemically? Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Chemical. That's close. Chemical-like. That's close. So, no, that's a good point, dude. Um, I didn't even think of that. See, I, I was thinking that, I mean, they should find out what temperature the mold burns at. Maybe you just burn that shit off, man. Maybe it doesn't even affect you. You mean exactly? Yeah, I think it does though. I think it does. So you got some shrooms on your weed. Big deal. You know what? That's kind of a good point. Has anybody actually ever done a test where you smoke moldy weed? Yeah, we've been doing it for thirty years. Yeah, but they haven't been. They haven't even gotten to those tests yet, dude. They're still testing like if marijuana is like good for you or not you know what i mean they're trying to still test it versus cancer versus depression blah 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 they're testing it in different ways i bet you they're not even testing it right now for that that oh. would be cool if they did though because they don't want that shit to look good man because they're gonna look like fools for the last how many years so what you're saying is what if the mold actually burns with the weed and doesn't hurt you yeah right i mean what if i mean as bad right as they think yeah. I ain't never thought of that. Anybody that knows the contrary, if you're a doctor, a PhD. Because, I mean, think about it. When you cook down your weed, cook down your weed. Yeah. If you go past a certain temperature, shit's gone, right? Yeah, yeah, you can you can destroy the THC. Exactly. Same thing. But when you're when you eat when you're eating weed <laughs> instead of when you're eating <laughs> When you're eating cannabis instead of smoking it. Um, yeah, you might not want to eat the moldy weed. You have to actually bring it. They call it de decarboxylating it. You got to bring it up to temperature. 
you got to bring it up to like a couple hundred degrees or something to release the carbon in it or something to so you don't need to smoke it uh so you're you're onto something i just don't know what it is and i don't know what that had to do with it but we're gonna have to figure it out i don't know Getting on to the story, Denver recently conducted random tests of more than two dozen local dispensaries to learn about potential yeast and mold issues with marijuana, and the results weren't good. On August 19th, the city of Denver sent a notice to every licensed marijuana uh, dispensary in the city, warning the investigators uh, would be conducting random assessments about 25 stores in the coming weeks to evaluate contaminants and products in store shelves. Each sample will be tested for pesticides, total yeast, and mold by the state and ISO certified marijuana testing facility at a. Um, results of their respective testing will be shared with each facility and also be shared broadly within write up a write up of results. So, according to them, uh, I would imagine that they would do routine inspections, but they actually, they don't. Uh, They don't typically do 25 investigations in a week. So they were hitting them hard. Um, The dispensaries sourced their products from statewide wholesale suppliers, and they were set up to fail, according to one of the owners who failed the random assessment. As the state tracking system would show metric would show us, the product was tested, processed, validated, and okay to be sold to the public. Otherwise, if the product had been marked as failed as a retail facility, we would not have been able to accept it into our facility system. Okay, so these dispensary owners are saying the shit was tested. It ain't my fault it's moldy. But what if this what if the owners are not storing the cannabis properly? Right. All you need is one mold spore, bro. It's done. One, one mold spore that floats in on your coat. It's on the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. That's truth. Um, the city is reviewing each of the failures on the case by case basis using the state seed to sale tracking system and other resources to track how and when the failed marijuana products became contaminated after passing med testing. Well, I'll tell you what's going on. What's going on? They're testing so stringent. The testing facilities are just like, fuck it. Ah. They're like, or maybe the dispensary owner is like, Hey, testing facility, what up? Give me that cheap weed. No, man. Did my shit pass or what? <laughs> did my shit pass? No. Here's a bag of money. Now did my shit pass? <laughs> That's a bag of money. So something's funny. Fun, something funny's going on there. Unless they're not storing it properly. Um, not all the marijuana industry is on board um, with these things. Uh during the assessment, six different strains of flower trim or pre-rolls were tested at each dispensary. They used state-certified marijuana labs and followed method, method, methodology, method, methodology from Denver Public Health, and that included MEDs, total yeast, and mold standards. 
The initial results showed the sample failure rate of flower trim and pre-rolls tested between 35 and 40 percent. Damn. You smoking moldy weed, Denver. Denver. If I was, if our people, you know what? I smoked weed from Denver. Oh, did you got mold in you? Oh, I'm so pissed. That's all right. I'm oh. sure I smoke it quite often. Dude, that's crazy. I'm so pissed. You should be. I thought I was getting Denver. When I, when I arrived in the city, I couldn't wait to sample the goods. And I liked them. Clean your shit up. Now you got a moldy reputation. Musty and shit. I don't know why they chose to do this testing method. This is like a spontaneous test, right? That's what everybody's kind of pissed about. They sent a letter out and said, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna spot check you." I mean, play devil's advocate. If that was a restaurant, right? They don't like send you a letter beforehand and say, "Hey, make sure you got all the rats out and cockroaches cleaned." We're coming Tuesday. I know. Yeah, they sell food there, right? Yeah. At dispensaries? Yeah. So. Tea and candy, all kinds of shit. Gummy gummy bears. Exactly. I want my food to be clean. That's a good point. Why do they get, why do they even get two weeks? You just come in there and just check me anytime. I should be good. Check. So should dispensary owners be having their own testing? No. Equipment? No. That's no. bias. Well, what if they checked each other's? That would be interesting. I have to check yours. You have to check mine. <laughs> not doing it, man. Yeah, you know, your shit's not good, man. Your shit's not good right now. Damn. Sorry, you're not gonna have any bud today, competitor. <laughs> I found one mold spore. Done. Um, commercial marijuana recalls over mold concerns have dramatically increased since 2017. Even in Michigan. Even in Michigan. Mold is a tough thing. Uh, it's very easy to get it, and it's very hard to get rid of it. That's the problem with it. Like a herpy. It's, yeah, it's similar to a herpy. It's with <laughs> you forever. And so this is an argument that goes back and forth between growers, but I truly believe that mold is systemic and it stays in the plant. When you clone the plant, it stays in the clone. And I think the only way to really kill it is to kill off those strains. And eventually, over time, you will kill those strains off because you're not going to keep running a strain that molds. Right. Some strains are susceptible to mold and some are more resistant. It depends, just like humans, you know. I've seen some mold-resistant seeds. That's cool. Did you get them? Or you just seen them? Not yet. Get them, get them suckers. Um, we're gonna go to on October fourteenth. They announced Denver, the Denver Department of um, Public Health. I think that's what that is. Announced a voluntary recall from Bunzai Cultivation, one of the state's largest wholesale cannabis providers, over failed yeast and mold samples. Bunzai's cannabis and infused products were uh, with extract. The concentrate extracted from it had been distributed to 144 dispensaries. The recall was one of a handful of city and state mold recalls since 2017. I'm going to click on that link quick. 
Denver Dispensary Universal Herbal Issues Mold Recall. Holy shit. Yeah. That was a big recall, all right? Back in April. Earlier this year. Wow, Denver. Michigan's like that too. Yeah, they're they're just they're moldy all over, man. Um it's a super long article detailing everything. Uh Thomas Mitchell has done a fabulous job here. He wrote a great article, so if you guys get a chance to go check it out, I'm gonna tweet it out on the Twitter machine here so everybody can check it out yourself. Give it some love. I'd like to just find out, you know, obviously they take it off the shelves, but I'd like to find out what happens uh, when you fail over and over again. Obviously, you have to, you're starting to lose money, right? Right. But what do they do? Do they revoke your license at that point? Eventually, the government's going to make like GMO seeds. Okay. Here goes the study I think we're looking for. Authors of a 2011 study published by the National Library of Medicine explain that both tobacco and marijuana are commonly contaminated with fungi, 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 which possibly leads to chronic pulmonary aspergillosis, a severe lung infection when smoked. However, the test subjects of those studies smoked 5 to 22 joints per day for decades. Dude, you, to smoke five joints, five to 22 joints a day? It's a lot of paper. Yeah, that's a lot of everything. The paper's bad for you. <sighs> I'm just saying, man. That's just a lot of weed. Of course you're going to have... Uh, Fungi. Of course you're going to have pulmonary aspergillosis. <laughs> of course you're going to have that if you got 22 joints a day. Damn, the study's results were still unsure whether mold spores survived the burning process or not. That's what you're saying, dude. The study's results were still unsure whether mold spores survived the burning process or whether exposure came from handling the marijuana rather than smoking it. Ah, makes sense. You got to burn your fingers on. Yeah. Yeah, so if you got the mold... On your fingers from fucking with the weed. You burn that shit. You gotta burn your finger. You gotta fucking dip your fingers in some alcohol or some shit. Add it to your, hey, add it to your toking ritual, everyone. Clean your fingers before you smoke. We should sell a little finger cleaning kit. Yeah, hell yeah. The daily addict finger cleaning. It's just be like a disc. You can rub it. Like a little dap. Yeah, dap. The dap. Yeah. What a great idea. Somebody invent that for us and send it to us. We'll give you a shout out. You don't even have to join Patreon. Ah, you better be careful, man. You might somebody might send you like a little bottle of semen with a cotton swab. <laughs> I invented it for you, man. You'll be using that shit. <laughs> I want to see a laboratory test of the ingredients, please. Thank you. <laughs> but don't send it to the labs they've been sending the weed to. Oh, yeah, don't send it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sold that it's the dispensary's faults here. I'm saying it's the labs, it's the way they're handling it. You got to handle it with gloves all times. You can't even touch it with your hands. So, can't even look at it. Right. Can't even, shouldn't even be smelling it yet. Fungus come out of your nose. 
Um, so anytime you have a brand new industry that is completely unprecedented and comes online quickly as it did in Colorado, it takes a lot of time and kicking systems of rules and regulations to get things functioning, functioning optimally. Um, so they're they're at least they're looking out for the consumer. They are finding this. They stuff. think, yeah, yeah, and it's costing a lot of money. And I say, don't buy your weed from a dispensary. Just buy it from somebody who grows it. Right. Probably take better care of it. Honestly. All right, we beat that one up pretty good, but it's people have to know these things. It's weed, man. It's weed. Going on to the next story from the Chicago Tribune dot com. This is about the New York Police Department that boasted. They boasted about seizing marijuana on Facebook, and the owner says it's legal hemp. Ouch. The cops arrested him. And you can see that they got that. If that is marijuana, that's a lot of marijuana, but that that is like pounds and pounds of hemp. These two officers are smiling. They're doing the the pretty stereotypical police celebration in front of the drug bus type thing. There's not a lot of, there's no stacks of money and guns and everything. It's just, that's what makes me believe it's hemp. Yeah. If it was a drug dealer, there'd be some guns and money and shit laying on the table. The CBD craze might be leaving the war on drugs a bit dazed and confused. Nice pawn there. The extract that's been showing up in everything from candy to coffee is legally derived from hemp plants which look and smell an awful lot like the other cannabis, marijuana. They're so similar. Police officers and field tests say they use suspected drugs. uh, Tests they use on suspected drugs sometimes can't tell the difference. Huh. You really have to, they really have to have good field testing in order to find out. They just need to stop busting people. Then you don't got to worry about no testing true just let that shit go man true because it's five more years that shit's gonna be legal federally yeah and it's not gonna make a difference right so all these idiots that are posing with these big weed busts you're gonna look like idiots in five years well they look like idiots right now they do let's check it out case in point they're all happy man we just messed up somebody's life the new york city police boasted on social media this week about what seemed to be a significant drug bust, 106 pounds of funky green plants that officers thought for sure oh, were marijuana. I didn't see the little Facebook comments over there. You see them? Yeah. On the right? Yeah. Good oh. job. You robbed the hemp delivery. <laughs> <laughs> but the social, but the Verv- Vermont farm that grew the plants and the Brooklyn CBD shop that ordered them insisted they're actually industrial hemp and perfectly legal, and they said they have the paperwork to prove it. Nevertheless, the shop's owner brother owner's brother went to the police station to straighten things out. He was arrested. <laughs> the police said the field test came back positive for marijuana. Shop owner Oren Leave Levy said it's likely because hemp often tests positive for a permissible trace of a THC, which is the chemical in cannabis that causes people to get high. Field tests used by law enforcement officers can detect THC, but they aren't sophisticated enough to specify whether a shipment is legal hemp or low-grade illegal pot. 
and drug sniffing dogs will alert both. Yeah. Drug sniffing dogs are going to be like no more for cannabis because there's so much going to be hemp, legal cannabis, like psh. Everything's going to smell like weed pretty soon. I know. They're going to have weed cologne, dude. Some dogs are going to be. That's a good idea, man. Make some weed cologne? Like some weed spray. So when you smuggle that shit through the airport, you just spray a little bit on everybody when you walk by. Oh, the dog's going crazy. Hell yeah, dude. They'll be like, the dog's dog's crazy, crazy. dude. That's an opening to a a movie right there, dude. You're walking through the airport. You're spraying people's bags. Cocaine residue. (laughs) (laughs) While you're making through with like eight kilos. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not? You put it under your toupee. That's what that one. That's what that. Remember the, remember the story I we remember covered. Remember that guy. Fucking tape it to your fucking stomach. All right, Maybe we can get a hold of Shantae. It's Shantan. Shantan. Get us some uniforms. We can get uniforms, man. We can definitely smuggle them. Damn. Um, he was a hungry cop. He thought he had the bust of the day. Said Levy whose Green Angel CBD in New York City sells oils, teas, and other products containing the extract. He said he fears the seizure could force him out of business. CBD or cannabinol is found in marijuana, but it does not have the intoxicating effect. Some people say it proves, provides them with pain and anxiety relief. So I can attest to that. I've been taking CBD for like the last month different forms of it and i like it man does it work yeah i definitely feel less anxiety i don't get you know as worked up about things i do get worked up but only it did help you find your mean bone i did find my mean bone i knew when to pull that out and use it so but i'm focused i feel good i sleep pretty good um but you know, it Looks takes care good. takes care of my aches and pains. When you're my age, you wake up with little. I can't believe you're still moving for eighty four. I know, I get around pretty good. But this guy, Levy, is getting screwed, man. I can't believe I'm going through this for a legal business. I can't believe my poor brother got locked up. <clears throat> That's sad. And they're not alone because the U.S. government removed. Industrial hemp from the last of the uh, uh, list of illicit drugs last year. And similar cases have cropped up. Matter of fact, yeah, we, did tr- we covered some. Before. Yeah, a truck guy going through Iowa or something yeah. or Idaho. Some, that one highway. Yeah, he's going down that highway and they uh, pulled over his semi and arrested him for hemp. Dumbasses. In July, a man who said he was delivering 300 pounds of hemp to Minnesota CBD oil processing company was arrested in South Dakota after authorities said it tested positive for THC. The substance looked and smelled like raw marijuana, said the state trooper. Who says raw marijuana? The hell? In January, this is the one we covered. In January, Idaho authorities arrested a truck driver who seized nearly 7,000 pounds of what they believed would be marijuana. But the company shipping the material said the company paperwork made it clear it was industrial hemp. They gotta come out a way they gotta come out with a way to make a universal um there has to be a universal certification that's recognized by all police departments when you're shipping hemp that you can get. Or just leave it alone. Yeah, just leave it alone. 
Just leave it. Yeah, but they're not gonna, man. You have to come out. You got to do something legal about it, or you know, the cops are all about the law, dude. We should do a study. How many cops smoke weed? That'd be a great study. What do you think it is? Twenty-eight percent. Twitter Twitter followers, tell us how many cops. What do you think? What percentage of cops smoke weed? I bet you thirty. Um, probably. I would say that's probably accurate. But I'll tell you how many cops I think should smoke weed. 100. Yeah. I mean, I just don't. I just don't get what's so bad about it. If you use it in the right context. Because, man, you're talking about jobs. Yeah, but if you just legalize it, if you just tax it and love it, you'll make even more jobs. Let's make them a deal. You leave weed alone, but you make shoes illegal. That's interesting. Man, shoes will be... <laughs> Dude, you know how much, how much your shoes be worth? A lot. Fuck yeah. Well, you'd have to, you know, you'd be having bootleg shoes that go off the charts. Yeah, but you can wear boots. That would suck. Sandals, flip-flops, just no shoes. No. I don't like that law. Because with shoes, when you're walking down the sidewalk, you step on bugs and kill them. We're trying to save the environment here. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go green. <laughs> <laughs> Why not just make all shoes? I see now they have hemp shoes. Yeah. Yeah, those look They should sweet. make everything out of hemp. Yeah, they should. Because you can. Yeah. You can make everything out of it, and then when you're done with it, just bury it in the ground. Yeah, or just put it in a landfill. Yeah, you don't have to drop it off at Salvation Army and hope somebody else takes it off your hands. No, but you can probably just burn it for energy afterwards. Dude, you could throw, yeah, you could have hemp everything, and when you're done with it, you throw it in the incinerator. Yeah, make and energy. You, and you heat your house. Damn. Fucking. We just got a lot of ideas tonight. And we... <laughs> <laughs> we're not going nowhere with this show man it's just gonna be all no no sorry How let's get invest. back to the chicago chicago tribune well if dude if they did if people just made sense once in a while we wouldn't be fighting this stupid we wouldn't be talking about this stupid shit i agree this is stupid i want to give you know an idea out to jewel jones put some uh some legislation together that just ends the drug war how about that? Period. Point blank. Boom. Then you ain't got to worry about nobody going to jail for no. drugs. Because it's stupid. 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 It's currently on the lab to make a decision or determination if it was hemp. The individual had no bill of lading. And I think we're talking about, well, I went into a store we didn't even start talking about yet, but it's the Brooklyn bust on November 2nd. Ronan, um, this is another Levy. Ronan Levy in handcuffs stemmed from a tip from a FedEx worker who suspended the loaded, who suspected the load of plants on their way from Fox Holler Farms in Fairhaven, Vermont, to Levy Shop were marijuana. We got information about a large package of drugs. We got it in here. We field tested his marijuana. Called the individual. He was placed under arrest. Man. 
Jesus. You know, the pro- I'll tell you the problem with this stuff. <clears throat> a lot of the times when this hemp is tested, yep. it may be tested before the THC levels are at peak. Okay. So after you harvest it, it's very possible your THC levels peaked more after you harvested, dried, and cured everything. When your plants are hanging upside down drying, your THC is getting slightly more potent. Right. Your trichomes are turning more amber and black. But still, that little amount's not going to get you high. No. It's like, I bet you, that's why in none of these stories, in none of these fucking stories, do they have the true THC percentage. Right. They just say, oh, they were above. Oh, they were marijuana. Oh, they tested THC. You're not saying it was point above 0.03%. A matter of fact, I'm going to drop a little knowledge on everyone here. A little truth, Boom. truth bomb from the DAP. Damn, DAP bomb. DAP bomb. <laughs> DAP bomb, <laughs> baby. That, uh, that the actual the actual level can be 0.039 so it can be 0.030 to 0.039 it doesn't have to be you know anywhere in that range so let me ask you this what's up what's the percentage that gets people high i don't think anybody can answer that i think it's got to be like four or five percent why don't they try to get like a closer number and then say all right here's a bigger scale they should go like one percent yeah one percent ain't gonna get you high. No, even two percent. You know what? And half these people don't even smoke the CBD. They use it in oils or edibles or right. You know, right? That shit ain't gonna get you high. No, doesn't matter. None of this even matters. Fuck. I guess if you concentrate. All right. Theoretically, if I were to make a concentrate out of some rich flour that was peaking, and it was point zero three percent thc and i concentrated that down you might have something that's a couple percent thc on a concentrate right but how much would you have to use and yeah know, it I would mean, um, yeah you'd probably have to drink no, a good fuck, point you'd probably drink a gallon of that shit probably probably but you'll never overdose on it no so what difference does it make it's not like fentanyl and Norcos and whatever else people take a big handfuls, Percocets. You take a lot of them, you can like, you know, overdose on stuff. Um, you can't overdose on marijuana either. Anyway, I thought I was. <laughs> well, now there's CBD to help bring you down, brother. Yeah. So they they treat these guys like they're the, the worst part is is. They treat these guys um, like they're absolute criminals. And I'm going to start a hashtag on our Twitter. Hashtag justice for hemp. We're going to expose these stories. We're going to send this to uh, congressional uh, people like like Jewel Jones here and different people. And we're going to start this thing. So if you see anything or you want to put any input on there show some love on our twitter page hashtag justice for hemp because this is bullshit we should do something about this fh jfh jfh 
hashtag JFH, just, justice for hemp. Because this kind of shit needs to quit happening. They're going to kill people's, you know, they're going to, they're affecting people's livelihoods here and their lives. They're putting them in jail. You might as well be over there in the Philippines with Duterte. NYPD. It's already bad enough. They frisk 80% of the people walking around on the street. All right. That is so skewed. That's not factual, obviously, (laughs) but. I'm just mad right now at the NYPD. We can go with that number. Well, you guys can spread that number, but you didn't hear it from us. So I think it's time we go to our classic last story here. This is one of the great stories of all time. I want to open it. www.ajc.com Atlanta News Now. And uh, I have to tweet this out there. I have to tweet this. Police chief's wife arrested in Hall County drug bust remains in jail. And this woman, her picture, the police chief's wife, (laughs) she's Joe Pesci with a wig right now. She She looks like Danny Ferry from JFK. I swear to God, she's like, the wife of the Flowery Branch police chief was one of three people arrested last week when narcotics agents seized $6,500 worth of heroin and methamphetamine from a Gainesville home. Samantha Sherry Spillers, the wife of Chief David Spillers, has been in Hall County Jail since November 7th, arrested for heroin possession. The drug bust was organized by Hale County's multi-agent narcotic squad squad at the home of Albert Lee Scott and Samantha Ann Shruji Shrugru in the 2000 block of Ridgeway, blah, blah, blah. In the name, uh, inside of the home, the agents discovered 20 grams of heroin packaged in multiple bags, approximately five, approximately five grams of meth, four Xanax, two firearms, 3,000 cash, scales, syringes, ledgers to keep track of alleged drug sales were also seized. My family's been impacted by addiction, and unfortunately, Chief Spillers has been placed in a difficult position dealing with his wife's sickness. Have people not learned yet? Don't use ledgers for shit. Yeah, dude. Why do people do that, man? I don't know. That's how El Capone got uh, So many people. Yeah. Not even drug dealers, but from no. politicians to drug dealers to Hell yeah. I mean, they keep notes on their fucking laws they break, dude. Right. That's crazy. And they write it down on paper. Yeah. Put it somewhere safe. Stupid. Um but this is got a good story here, you know. She's obviously an addict suffering because Yeah. She's the chief. She is the chief of police's, the police chief's wife in the drug deal. She's in the house, in the drug house with the drug dealers getting busted. And this is what I got to ask myself. How bad did she piss her husband off that he dropped her off at the house before the drug bust happened? Look at her. Uh, dude, he's got to be mega embarrassed, man. See how it affects everybody, though? See how it even affects 
a police chief, this drug war. Look at her, man. She's addicted. Obviously. So let's put her in jail instead of getting help. Yeah, I bet you he, I bet you he feels kind of different about it. Oh yeah. You know, that's the result of this. Is you got addicts hanging out, trying to get high, because they can't get anything. Just hanging. Just hanging. That's it. Obviously suffering. And yet, it seems like so many are ignored, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when they're just put in jail, they are. Yeah, and they got that same shit in jail, and they come out and, you know, I don't know. They should do the whole system different. There's a better way. There is. I think this is just the, uh, you know, instinctive way the, that a couple key individuals started this drug war and the war on drugs. And it comes from the, you know, all almighty Puritan belief about trying to, you know, be sin free or something righteous. Oh, well, oh, well, fuck it. Thanks for joining everybody. Make sure you check us out on our new mediums and all over. We'll check you out. We got more stories coming. This ain't the same plane.